Community Church. You are welcome to Redeem Community Church. Our doors are open to you as well as our hearts too. You are welcome to Redeem. Good morning, brothers and sisters. We greet you this Saturday morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We trust that today is a another blessed day in the Lord with you, and you're truly grateful to yet be here another day. This is Pastor Dr. Willie L. Patterson III, pastor of the Redeemed Community Church, located in Mobile, Alabama at 6254 House Ferry Road, 36618. We thank you for tuning in to this broadcast today, and we pray that the message will bless you and inspire you. Uh, let me make a few announcements, as I normally do before each broadcast. Our summer camp is in full force now. We've just completed week number three, or two and a half. I guess the first week was a partial week, but for all intents and purposes, uh, three weeks have gone already, so we're getting closer to the end of the summer. But we're still teaching our children. They're learning. They're having fun. And so we thank God for our teachers that's on staff at the Redeemed Christian Academy. I just want to remind you that our Redeemed Christian Academy will kick off our K-4 program this fall. That's right. Our first full-time program will open uh, for K-4. Children's four or close to four. Uh, Parents, bring your children to our academy and our church and, and I promise you that your children will, will learn, they'll grow, they'll be well prepared for kindergarten when they enter into school. Um, so give us a try. Um, our talk, again, is learning while having fun. The summer camp, but doing K-4 program, we're still having fun, but the children are learning so that they are ready uh, to soar when the school doors open for them for, for officially as a kindergartner. Now, we have a new message this week. We completed the brokenness to wholeness on last Saturday, and I pray that message blessed you. Today, we want to deal with this word that often gives us fits, if you will, waiting, waiting. Learning how to wait is a difficult thing uh, for most believers. Um, Even though we're saved, we still struggle in our waiting moments. Uh, Isaiah records in chapter 40, uh, verse number 31, he said, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Waiting. Now, the name Isaiah means the Lord is salvation. And this thing resonates through all of the prophet's book. The writer reflects an acknowledgement of God's sovereignty over his people and even pagan nations, as well as a reminder that no one can be holy in their own strength and that we must wait on the Lord for provision. 
Along with these difficult passages, the book of Isaiah offers a glimpse of God's amazing plan to reclaim his people through the arrival of a deliverer. In the meantime, passages like chapter 40, verse 31, declare God's promise of provision and victory for those who rely on him as they wait. Now, Isaiah had just pronounced in chapter 39 that the Babylonians would invade Jerusalem, leading to a period of captivity for God's people. Now, this was a frightening prospect, especially following all the messages of judgment and condemnation Isaiah had already brought to the nations. God's faithful needed reassurance, and he graciously shifts the tone of Isaiah's words to encourage them. Starting in chapter 40, poetic and prophetic words tell of the comfort, forgiveness, and incredible blessings God has in store for those who love and obey him. The glory of God is a theme that runs throughout the whole book of Isaiah. But rather than keeping the focus on the fearful aspects of oncoming invasion, chapter 40 jumps ahead to a time after God's people have been in captivity in a foreign land. Now comes a touch of consolation and anticipation of a new thing that God will be doing. It starts with the voice of a loving father to his children who have just been released from Babylon to return home. Chapter 40 starts with these words. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. And proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. And so, brothers and sisters, to know you're going in captivity and yet give a glimpse of what life will look like when it's all over. A person gets sentenced 30 years in prison. If all you see is that sentence, and don't see God working, then those years will be very difficult on the body, or even five years. Honestly, I couldn't probably do one year in prison. Uh, So I just thank God that when we get in trouble, that we have the vision that God gives his children and say, things will get better, but you got to wait on God. You got to wait on me. And we know that when we get ahead of God, when we, we refuse to wait, um, we, we disobey, we, we start doing things that's contrary to who God say we are and who we claim we are. Mistakes, missteps, uh, misinformation, ugly moments, all these things occur uh, to God's people as a result of us not being patient. We must be patient in our waiting on God. I loved what Job said. Job said that he'll wait until his change come. All of his appointed days. <laughs> I will wait until my change come. Now, I'll admit, waiting is not a strong virtue of mine. I've learned down through the years how to wait on the Lord. I even moved our church ahead of a a timeline that God had given me when we should move into our new facility. And as a result, it cost the church money because I got ahead of God. That's danger in getting ahead of God, my brothers and my sisters. So, so how do we wait 
on God. Can you imagine being in bondage, but yet you got a, uh, an idea of what life will look like when it's all over? I think it's more, it's more easy or easier, if you will, for us to go through hard times knowing that at the end things will work out for our good. But, but oftentimes when we see trouble, we see confusion, uh, or we deal with illness, uh, we tend to lose our touch with waiting. David, Psalm 25, he talks about God blessing and, and learning how to wait on God. And so, so what should we do, my brothers and sisters, as we wait on God? First of all, we must maintain our faith. Because one thing we've learned, the Lord's ways are nothing like ours. You can see that in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. His purposes are higher and eternal, whereas our desires are usually immediate and earthly. Even when we don't understand why God delays, we can trust in his character and faithfulness, knowing he'll do what's best for us. So maintain your faith while you're waiting on God and, and know that God is not a man that he should lie. And then, brothers and sisters, we must maintain a level of humility since the Christian life is God-directed rather than self-directed. Submission to whatever he ordains for us requires humility. For this reason, brothers and sisters, we must acknowledge that the Lord is our master and we're totally dependent on him. Don't, don't take the urge, uh, the, the impatience, impatience that come our way to go ahead and go on down the road. I'll do it and I'll, I'll, and I'll clean up this mess later. But, but I'm, I urge you, brothers and sisters, that don't, don't become impatient. Uh, keep your faith. Keep the humility. And then I, must tell you, as I stated earlier, there has to be a level of patience. Now, in the scripture, this word means long-suffering or forbearance. It's spiritual fruit that the Holy Spirit produces in us as we wait and trust God to intervene at the right time. And so, are you willing to remain in your current position until the Lord acts on your behalf. Now, waiting on God is not passive or idle. It takes a determined focus on his wisdom, his goodness and faithfulness, no matter how challenging a situation may seem. So while we're waiting, since it's not a passive uh, thing, we're just sitting on the dock of the bay, uh, what should we do? Our faith, our humility, and our patience continue to operate in us. But I, I urge you to continue to worship him while you're waiting. Uh, uh, you're waiting on a breakthrough. Just continue to worship him. You're waiting on an answer from heaven. Continue to worship him. You need direction. You got trouble. And you've already prayed to God. You're turning over to God. Just worship him in advance, knowing that God will work it out for you. Continue to Worship God, my brothers and my sisters. And then and secondly, we must continue to acknowledge him. The Bible teaches us in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. 
And so sometimes it seems like we're bothering God because we're praying the same prayer. But there's a scripture that tells us uh, to continuously pray. Say, uh, we cannot get weary in well-doing. Man must always pray and not faint. So we acknowledge God every day. God, I acknowledge your presence. I acknowledge your power. I acknowledge your sovereignty. And God, I acknowledge that I've given you my problem. I've given you uh, where I need direction from you, where I need wisdom from you. And, and I'm worshiping you, and yet I'm acknowledging you as well. Because I know that if I acknowledge you, God, you will direct huh, my steps. Then you must invoke his presence daily. You know, oftentimes we, we say invoke the presence of the Lord. What we're really saying to you, brothers and sisters, is that make sure that that Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of you is ignited on a daily basis. As, as God speaks to you through your spirit, God does not entertain our flesh. God speaks through the spirit and the Holy Spirit is what we need to have activated on a daily basis. So when God does give us an answer, when God, God does direct our path, we would have heard him in the spirit. Uh, and so we must always invoke his presence on a daily basis. And then, brothers and sisters, the, the big question for us becomes, do we trust God? Do we trust God enough to Wait on God's answer. Oh, if we had time, I could tell you how many times I've gotten ahead of God. And the results have not been beautiful. There have been times where God had to pull me out of my foolishness. God had to pull me out of my wickedness. Uh, uh, my natural desires, my flesh led me and I had to go to God and say, God, forgive me because I wasn't patient. I didn't wait on you. We must learn how to wait. I was reading Dr. Stanley's devotion of the day and he said, our creator has no need for anyone to direct or counsel him. Yet so often we want to tell him exactly what to do and how to answer our prayers. Then we're disappointed, Stanley says, when he ignores all our advice. <laughs> like Israel, we might say, my way is hidden from the Lord and the justice due me escapes the notice of my God. But we, not God, are the ones who lack understanding. Now, sometimes we must admit we grow weary in the trials of life. We, we, we don't feel like waiting. We just believe that God is, is not hearing us and, and the, the pressure I'm under, God doesn't understand. So I must make a move. But the old worldly song said, don't you make your move too soon. We, 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 we have timelines with everything with life and we're not consulted with God. Uh, we believe we need to be married by 25. We need to have children by 28. I, I need to make it six figures by the time I'm 30. And so we go on and on setting these plans, but no consultation with God. When we don't consult God, then the results are in our hand. So many times, even when we were looking for a new king, or when they were looking for a new king, and David was to be anointed. The all would not run on seven of Jesse's sons. And Samuel said, is that not another child? Now, of course, 
Jesse was confounded because he couldn't understand why these seven big strong boys of his were not chosen to be the king. And, and one thing we learn, brothers and sisters, that we get anxious based on what we see, based on that physical appearance. And so that's the right one. But God says man looks at the outward appearance, but, but, but God looks at the heart of man. And so we sometimes get it twisted with decisions because we've not waited on the Lord. We, we hear people say, oh, he's good looking. She's good looking. Uh, they make good money. They come from a good family. So why wait on God to direct our path? We got common sense. Well, probably common sense is it's not God's wisdom. Common sense and God's wisdom oftentimes are at odds with one another because God doesn't think the way we think. God doesn't see life the way we see life. So consequently, my brothers and my sisters, we find ourselves going on these paths, what I call paths of destruction because we're not waiting. You know, we, we, we grow weary, but we need to understand that God's ways are always right. And he promised to give strength to those who wait for him. In difficult situations, we often don't know which way to turn. But God wants us to wait patiently and depend on him for the strength we need to endure. I never shall forget, I was in Mobile. I was offered an opportunity to go back to Washington, D.C. in a senior executive position. And, and it sounded good on paper. 1,300 folks on my staff. I'm at the highest level of a civilian in the federal government. And, and oh, what a great opportunity from the flesh perspective. But I decided for the first time in my life, I'll ask God for direction. And, and I was very specific that, God, if this is where you want me, uh, do this. If not, God, do this. And God heard my prayer. He heard my plea for direction. And I can tell you down through the years in my career, I never waited on God to give me the signal to move forward. I moved out because it was a promotion. It was an opportunity to move up. And I always said to myself, God is everywhere. But brothers and sisters, let me give you a point that you need to remember for the rest of your life. God may be everywhere. But God wants you to be where he wants you to be to do the things he wants you to do that he's ordained in your life. If, you're, if your assignment is in Mobile, you can't be in Birmingham. If your assignment is in Buffalo, you can't be in Brooklyn. You've got to be where God is going to bless you. And we, we know that we've seen stories where folks didn't heed God's instructions and, and, and became a problem from Jonah was told to go to Nineveh. But Jonah decided he's going to go in the opposite direction. So, so, so in our waiting, even in our personal careers, we must wait on God's instructions so that we don't just move out. Because oftentimes, and I'm a living witness, oftentimes when we move out on our own power, on our own strength, on our own wisdom, uh, on all our common sense, all our intellect, our well-educated selves, we find ourselves making the wrong choice. So God's wisdom, God is hearing us. He knows our request. But we got to wait until God gives us an answer. And so brothers and sisters, wait, but be active. A actively wait 
on the Lord. Uh, do what you've been doing. Just keep on keeping on trusting God. And you think about life and you think about even a, a man like Joseph. Joseph waited patiently. God blessed him. Job said it best. I'll wait until my change comes. I won't get ahead of God. I, I won't question God. I, I, I won't denounce my faith because my God has always supplied my needs. And so one of the things, thank you, Holy Spirit, for this reminder. One of the things that we often forget and we neglect is that I call that memory bank. You see, when we know God and God knows us, we can reflect. In other words, we can look back and see how God blessed us, how God answered our prayer. If he answered yesterday, he'll answer your prayers tomorrow. So use your experience. It's like a resume. You have a resume with God. You've got experience with God. What experience do you have with God? Well, you say, well, he's been my protector. He's been my keeper. When, when, when I didn't know which way to turn, God gave me the provision. God showed me which way to go. And so when, if, if we went to God previously, what hinders you from going back to God again? Don't, don't allow Cocks that we create in our own minds to cause us to get ahead of God. Don't allow your mama, your daddy to push you into a certain situation. That boy is a good boy. He's from a good family. That girl is from a good family. That has nothing to do with God's ordaining marriage, what God would have you to do when God would have you to move, when God would have you to marry. Most of us know. That most of those decisions as it relates to marriage and family is often done out of the flesh. The naked eye. And the eyes will fool you. We don't go deep enough to see what's inside a person's heart. And so I, I want to challenge you, but encourage you also, my brothers and sisters, to wait on the Lord. Uh, be patient in your waiting, but also Continue to do the things that we, we do as a child of God. And so when, when, when trouble comes, we don't hide. We call on the Lord. When we're confused, we don't doubt. We go to God in prayer and ask God to make it plain, to clear the path for us. When there's sickness, we, we don't throw in the towel and we don't, we, we don't give up. We seek. God's hand, his healing touch, because we know that he's a healer. So we, 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 we know what God can do. We've got the experience with God. And so waiting <laughs> builds character, actually. Let me be honest with you. Uh, when, 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 when you learn how to wait patiently on the Lord, <laughs> you build some character because Character has to do with trust. See, see, listen, listen to me carefully. When we say we trust God, we're saying that we have faith and integrity, that God has in great integrity. And so I'll wait on God. You know, how we think really matters. How we see God matters our godly thinking it matters we 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 must have this notion that god 
is a man that will not lie. God is a man that will answer prayer. We sing a song in the by and by. We'll, we'll understand it better, but we'll understand on this side because God will give you an answer. He'll, he'll, he'll direct your paths. And so, brothers and sisters, waiting builds you. Waiting strengthens you. Waiting keeps us from making a bad decision that was not spirit-led. But, but rather fleshly desired. When, when we step back and we see God, God's answers may not be the way we asked. Because oftentimes we ask and give God the solution. In other words, God, I want you to bless me with, 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 with this and that. And God comes back in a different direction. And so if we want God's direction, and we want God, God to, to tell us, what he would have us to do, then we must hear God's voice. And, and we say we leave the matter in God's hand. Even in healing, I've learned that God heals in his time and in his way. And how he responds to our prayer isn't for us to dictate. God, God, God is a God that he doesn't need any help from us. Uh, we know and here's uh, some things I want to end with today to help us. God may know we need a different type of wholeness, spiritual, emotional, relational, or something else. So despite appearances, the Father's promise of healing is for all of us. So bring your concerns and trust him with an open heart and mind. And know, brothers and sisters, that the word tells us no good thing will God withhold from us. But if God sees what you call good as bad, then trust God that God knows what's best. If God doesn't give you the clearance to move forward with that promotion, then you, do, you turn it down. My God said no. And people may say, are you crazy? This is the opportunity of a lifetime. But God said no. I'll wait because God has something up. God is up to something in my life. A lot of times uh, we, we believe that um, if we just move on, and whatever we do, God will make it right. God will clean up our stuff. But why create that unnecessary stress for yourselves? I'm guilty as the next man. Creating stuff, drama, if you will, because of my failure to wait. Let us wait on the Lord and, and patiently wait on the Lord. I, I, if, if I could just turn back the hands of time. And since I can't do that, all I can do is share with you, brothers and sisters, that there's power in waiting. There are provisions coming from God when you wait. There are divine, there'll be divine instructions coming from God because you waited on the, I waited patiently on the Lord. The Lord hears your cry. The Lord hears your plea. The Lord hears your request. Make your request known unto the Lord. And then just go and do what you've been doing. Just keep on praising him. Keep on trusting him. Keep on walking in faith. Because we walk by faith, not by sight. I don't know how God's going to fix this, but I know God will fix it. I don't know which way God will send me, 
But if God say go north, I'm going north because I'm going to wait until God gives me instructions. You know, I remember being in school and we heard on to a close now. Uh, oftentimes the teachers giving instruction for the test and I'm, I'm, already, I'm, I'm so fired up, ready to go. And sometimes you miss the instructions and consequently you miss an exam question because you weren't listening. You, 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 you're just ready to move on. You're just fired up with life. Slow it down. Get under God's guidance. Let the Holy Spirit speak through you. When you give it to God, you leave it in God's hand. And I promise you, brothers and sisters, God will give us an answer. And God will answer. Don't allow what other folks are doing, their blessings you're looking at, affect your waiting on God. Stand on the promises of God. Knowing that God will bless you. Knowing that God will open doors for you. Because you put it in his hands. Wait, I say, on the Lord. May God bless you. And may God keep you until we meet again. It's been the Redeemed Community Church. Located at 6254 House Ferry Road. Church, you are welcome to redeem community church. Our doors are open to you, as well as our hearts too. You are welcome to redeem. God bless you, and may God keep you until next Saturday. It's been Pastor Patterson, Pastor of Redeemed Community Church in Mobile, Alabama.